Good afternoon. Welcome to the Royal Blue Podcast. And uh, it's me, Greg O'Keefe, Tony Scott and Gavin Buckland. This podcast is brought to you in association with Beer 52. And you can get a tenner off your order, craft beers, by going to beer52.com and entering Echo in block capitals at the checkout. Right, so we've had another disappointing result, another disappointing game as the season sort of trickles to a, an end. And um, then the Dixies, which, which brought its own talking points. So we'll start with you on Swansea. Um, did you expect that, that type of performance? Um, yeah, I did. They were fighting for the lives, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it was a tale of two teams, wasn't it, where the season's going, Everton, no, no lower than seventh, no higher than seventh, so it's, it's one of them. It's easier said than done when your mind switches off and you're thinking of elsewhere. Do you tell me any of them players aren't thinking about the holidays? Of course they are. Do you think, can you envisage them going in 100% into tackles when they could be spending every single day at Finch Farm worrying about injuries and missing out on the summer? It's, I think that's what players do think and results speak for themselves. No coincidence, your West Broms, your Stokes, your Bournemouth, Everton's, Watford's, they're all dropping points later on in the season because Ed's elsewhere, mentally you're thinking about the summer and... I did expect that from Everton. We've seen it. I think as soon as we lost, uh, we dropped points against Manchester United away. I think that was the season deflated. Oh, where we got beat against, what did we do against West Ham? Did yeah. we saw? I think that was the end of it. I think we'll put up the show against Watford on Friday, but I, I did expect that against Swansea. They were fighting for their lives. It was expected, wasn't it? Disappointing, though, Gav, wasn't it? I mean, whether or not they were, think about the, the summer, and it's a shorter summer, isn't it? Now they have the, uh, yeah. the Europa League qualifying game in July. It was still disappointing. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, and Tope picked up on it there, really, is I'm amazed how people just generally find it acceptable to, for, for people to, and understandable for players to have their, you know, flip-flop, sorry, I've seen that word, you know, yeah. on. And, um, you know, that there's nothing to play for, so just take it easy. I mean, you get paid the same in the middle of May a week is what you do in the middle of December so I would expect the same level of performance I know what you're saying you do Italia, expect you know, it you know what I mean? and I, I think it's completely unacceptable if there's a case that players don't want to sort of try, you know put a shift in last few games not mm-hmm. to play for they get paid the same supporters still turn up I expect the same level of performance and um, if if players do that generally and I include all Premier League clubs here, and that's just not good enough. Speaking as a supporter of a wider football, not just as Everton, and um, on that basis, I was disappointed with uh, Saturday's performance as I was with the, the West Ham performance as well. So Swansea was a little bit more acceptable, but um, you, you just pointed out on there how you know we expect players to turn up and put on a bit of a show on. Friday against Watford. Well, hang on a minute. Why couldn't you put a bit of show on last Saturday? I think because you're in front of your home crowd. But, but that's totally. what I mean. Watford's a, they had their flip flops well before us. Yeah, but they were on the beach before we got there, weren't I, they? I, I would be disappointed if we go out beating Watford, say four or five nil on Friday, and then actually at Arsenal the following week. Just a bit of it, you know. It and, depends if Liverpool are waiting on the result. Well, yeah, but <laughs> setting aside that, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it at all. Um, but it's not just Evan, no, Gavin. This is mentally I mean. right throughout the Premier that's League. That's what I'm talking about. Switch off like yeah, that. Yeah, but look at me. We're seventh. And the other teams below us all appear to have had like 40 points since about January. Because yeah. none of them, West, as you say, you named the teams there West Brom, Stoke, Southampton. I've mm. all just basically packed it in. Like, you know, like, so we've got our survival number of points that we need, and that's it. For us, it's different, isn't it? We want to show that we are a top part of the elite of the Premier League. And actually, ending the season as we are. 
Um, to me, sends out the wrong message. I, I wouldn't expect top players to do that. And what it shows you that actually is that we haven't, you know, and mm. that's why we want to sign bigger players in the summer. It, it shows a, a certain mentality in the squad and, and, and ability. And that to me um, says a lot about the, you know, the wider sort of desire and hunger within the within the team. Um, and um, I, I'm really disappointed on the way the last sort of three games have gone, bar and maybe an hour against Chelsea. Uh, and I'll be even more disappointed if we go out and battle off for five nil in that context on uh, on Friday. On a different scale, Greg, would you be if the players went against Swansea? There shouldn't be less pressure on them then, shouldn't they? Knowing that, like the likes of Sunderland last week, less pressure on them. They're already relegated. Go and beat Hull. So why could Everton with no pressure on them? Didn't wear sweating on the results, so to speak. They yeah. couldn't go by. They should have just rolled Swansea over, shouldn't they? Yeah, I think it's a fair point that they should. I agree with Gav, uh, and I agree with you as well. I think you're observing. This is what's happened. You're not endorsing it. And Gav is rightly saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what's happened, and it's unacceptable. So you know, you're both right. Maybe the fact is that they couldn't. Obviously, they're a better side than Swansea. You have to look at the table to tell you that, but they couldn't match their intensity when it comes to a Premier League game. You know, in front of Swansea's own fans at Liberty, they needed it to stay up. Ultimately, it came down to who wants it more. What worries me though is like there's that side of it, but yeah. So Everton maybe were, were out fought. Uh, I wasn't around at the weekend, so actually I wasn't working, didn't mm. see much of the game. But again, not creating any chances. That's yeah. worrying. It is worrying. I agree with Greg. I think um, Ronald Koeman alluded to that over a few games now. It's we're not creating many chances for Ron, are we? None whatsoever. We're heavily reliant on. Obviously, he's, he's poor in form at the moment, Ross Barkley. But if yeah. the, if he's not creating, there's not much. Well, in he's there, on the bench against Swansea. Wasn't exactly. Yeah. There's not much else left, is yeah, there? Yeah. There's, there's two. There's two points there that I'd like to make. The first point is I think people have just. Probably belatedly got wise that if you block Rom's route to goal, then basically you block Everton's route to goal. Only that if you crowd them out and mark them and, and push them into areas in the pits where they can't cause you damage, then actually we haven't got a lot. Well, there's no goals coming from anywhere else. Elsewhere, and you know and that's what Coombs alluded to about you know the next highest goal scorer is no, is four, isn't it? Nobody's that's got higher than own goals. For that is, that's that's Coleman, isn't it? The right back. Yeah, well, own goals is four as well, isn't that's it? Yeah. That, isn't <laughs> it? So you can't expect to get yeah. anywhere near the but top four. There's thing. another thing, and I don't really want to go on about Rom because it's like he's sort of like a standard item on the, uh, mm. on, the um, on the podcast agenda, but. This is part of our department run over the last three seasons. If you have a look at his appearances for Everton after the 1st of April over the last three campaigns, he's only scored in four out of 22 games. Is that Bernal, Gav? Well, it I'll could, ask it because be. he's played 37 games. He's played more games than anyone this season, I think, for Everton. And, and in the last two or three seasons. So yeah. there's a good chance could, of that being Bernal. It could, could be, yeah. That, that actually, that pressure just being the sole provider, you know, score of goals actually maybe just affects it at the end of the season or maybe I feel like slacking going into you know Tony was saying at the start so all that you throw that all into the mix then that was obviously might be going to struggle against Swansea and just generally against away from home we just struggle to score goals don't we yeah, I mean yeah. it, it's a, a, a home where you can naturally have a bit more number of players you can get forward you can probably you know, uh, be be more of a threat than you have been haven't you since Christmas yeah. but away from home where you know, you've got to defend as well. We just we've really struggled, Greg, haven't we, to score yeah. goals? You've just touched on on Ron there, Gav, on Tuesday night at the Dixies. Greg, was he deserved Player of the Season? Would you say? Oh yeah, undoubtedly mm. deserved. You can't argue with it. Whether or not it, it's a bit of a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because you're giving it to a player who obviously doesn't really want to be at the club. 
Um, there's probably as Rom acknowledged himself quite graciously. Actually, there was a shout for Garner Gay, but I feel I feel his form's dipped so significantly post the African Cup of Nations that yeah. he was never really. But it just shows you that he was the only one who maybe. I tell you what, not far off Tom Davis almost being a show. Well, this but, is what I mean. I, yeah. I was looking at it. I was got the come up the contenders on the big screen. And uh, this is a guy, and then Romelu Lukaku. And I had Phil next to me, and I said, "Is there anyone else coming up? <laughs> it's just between them two. Yeah. So who else is the? That's worrying that if you're thinking about having a good season, and there's only two contenders for play yeah. the season. Yeah. That's worrying. The, the other way of looking at it is actually we've got 58 or 59 points in the seventh. In that that scenario, yeah. so actually, if you think about it, imagine we get a few more players in and kick on a little bit, then there's there's, there's some scope there to to accumulate far more points. I know it doesn't always work like that, but it is you know it, it is. What do you would you say was ever obviously excluding the two that were nominated? Who would you pick out of them? Well, you, you couldn't, could you? You couldn't. You know, you'd say you'd say Tom Davis has, has been a pressure since he's come in, but yeah. that's only half the season. And to be fair to him, he's not been, you know. Seven, eight thousand ten in every game. As oh. he does some games where he, you know, yeah. against the bigger teams where he has struggled. So, um, Schneiderlin's only played a handful yeah, of so games. Yeah, there's a lot of change in that we've had during the season, which hasn't helped. Yeah. But um, I think you're right. But there's some encouragement there that actually, if we get a few bigger players with more ability than what we've got at the moment, we can we can yeah. kick on from so 58 and 59 points. You've yeah. just touched on that then, obviously excluding them two players. Does that go to prove, Greg, that Ronald Koeman has squeezed every ounce of quality out of this squad this season, that he can't do no more without these big signings now? <sighs> if you look at that squad now, it's probably... He undoubtedly, needs, he undoubtedly needs quality, yeah. Um, he hasn't squeezed Altham on the road, has he? No. Uh, so, I think... He's probably maximised. Could you any more out of them, as in the quality on the pitch, considering where we are on the table? Yeah, I think, I think yeah, because some of the away games have been appalling and the, the same team is winning convincingly at home. Mm. So, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like he's, he's obviously got a lot out of the squad he's got at his disposal, but that doesn't, for me, marry up with the away form. Like the likes of Middlesbrough, Burnley, Bournemouth, Watford, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. probably throwing the goal of sort of Middlesbrough into that, and maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe Stoke and yeah. as well West Ham. Yeah. Um, so, the so goal, but yeah. I know what you mean, like yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting point, isn't it? Um, it but it just, but up until the last three games, I'd say, which have been really disappointing when you're thinking. You know, it's not so long ago we talking about we can break into the top six here and stuff. Mm, and within, within the space of a fortnight, three weeks, we're just not now in the uh, yeah. this was a Pegasus or seventh, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I think I think Tony's probably right after the United game. Yeah, you know, it just seemed to realistically they just the head seemed to go, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. One player who did he, for me, I was looking at his body language on Tuesday when he was on stage, and he looked. I don't know, he weren't nervous, so to speak, but he didn't want any cameras on him, the spotlight weren't on him as such. He weren't, I don't know, he weren't coming to the fore with, with, with the rest of his teammates, was Ross Barkley. I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but obviously his, the contract situation, we've seen what Ronald... A few Cuban, people have said that about his body language, by the way. We, we realised what Ronald Cuban said in the press conference today. He said, listen, he'll be sold if he doesn't sort himself out by next week. Gav, if someone was to come in with a £20 million bid in the summer... Would you sell him or keep him for the season? How long have you got? Uh, <laughs> Just a simple yeah, I don't know, Gav. I don't think 20 million quid would be enough. For with a player 
Yeah, with, with a million, with a million. With a season, oh, yeah, with a season yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, left I, I agree with Gav there, you know. For a bit Balassi, 28 to 29 million. But yeah. how long did he left to have on his contract? Yeah. But, he was, but the counterbalance that by Ross is 23. So, I mean, I'd be, I'd be starting that off a little bit more than that um, for a start. Uh, I, do you get the impression, what fascinates me with the Barkley thing is Koeman. Mm. Um He's playing a very, very good hand, isn't he? Uh, as you said today, he's throwing aces at his agents, um, isn't he? You know, he's, 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 you know, his press conference is always impressive for me too. Yeah. But especially when you get onto the more thorny issues and more, he's <laughs> always, he's always very firm and provides good leadership. I think, uh, and he was very firm again this afternoon, wasn't he? Just says it's got to be signed by next week or we're selling you, yeah. you know, which is, which is what. You, as as mad as it sounds, is what you want to hear as a supporter, like that yeah. type of like black and white thinking. Um, but whether I, I, I just had a conversation outside. I'm fifty fifty on Ross. If he stays, okay. If he goes, I'm not going to bat an eyelid. I'd be more. Is it because he's one of us that you'd like him to stay more no, than the actual player? I think there's ability there that actually I would like to try and tease out of him. But the, the counterbalance to that is. Talking outside, there is the worry for me is the last three years since he, you know, with sort of breakthrough season is what you mm. would call it, 2013 14. It's just a lack of progress in those three years, apart from maybe a little bit more uh, thinking, you know, but only more marginal. But he's lost some of the attributes he had in 2013 14, that burst and out of the defense, you know, like the goal at Newcastle, yeah, goal scorer. Yeah. So, if anything. Looking at the whole thing around, he's probably deteriorated a little bit as a player between the ages of 20 and 23 when you're expecting, you know, like his peers that he'd been compared to. We all know we were talking about from the golden generation. They all kicked on in those three-year periods. He's sort of deteriorated, and that's the worry for me. So, combining those things together, it's, it's a 50-50 shout. Greg, is there a case of, we've seen how good Ross has been since from January up until April? Yeah. We've seen how good he's been. Yeah where he hasn't been the main man in the spotlight, so yeah. to speak. Tom Davis has been that man. Is there a case of a, for him maybe to have signed for Tottenham, where he's not the star man, and to come out of his shell a little bit more like that? Well, there's every chance, if the what we're hearing about Everton's ambition and transfer market is correct, he wouldn't be the top man at Everton next season. Mm. I think whatever happens, Koeman's still going to look to uh, sign another number 10 style attacker midfielder. That's just guaranteed. And it may be even another central midfielder. So there's no, the limelight wouldn't be on him as much next season, even if he stayed. It would be off him. Well, I mean, still Tottenham fans would expect if he went, say, say they paid thirty million for him, he'd have a degree of pressure if he went to Tottenham and played at Wembley with them next season. Um, for me though, I'm like Gav. I really can't decide, basing it on this season. I'm not going to lose any sleep if he goes, but. I had an interesting conversation with someone yesterday. We were talking about Barkley, and he said, he said his decision making and his mentality, and in the st- stark focus, you look at Tom Davis, eighteen, yeah. hardly ever makes the wrong decision. But has Tom Davis got the same, the different types of players? He had maybe hasn't got the same creative uh, side of the game that Ross has got. So in that case, did do you just accept that everyone's different? And Ross is only twenty three. Apparently. There's a there's a suggestion that goes a scientific suggestion that goes that people's brains mature fully when they're 25. So a lot of people aren't fully mature in terms of their intelligence until they reach about that age, mid 20s. Maybe Ross is just a so, slow burner in terms of his, yeah, his brain. Yeah, the maybe it'll click. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Maybe it'll we, click. So what? Just yeah, to sorry. conclude, what I'm saying is, I'd hate for us to go 
understandably, oh, you know what, off he goes. And then for another club like Spurs to reap the benefits of the player that we thought he could be in a couple of seasons. However, I'm aware that that's hanging a lot on ifs and buts. Yeah. Did we see the likes of a Frank Lampard? He blossomed towards the end of his career, didn't he? At yeah. that age. Yeah. Is yeah, there a danger of that happening also at Ross no, if we do sell him? No, but if you have a look at that, if you have a look at the schools Lampard, Gerard, sort of type midfielders, they mm. they all clearly kicked on from the ages twenty to twenty three. You look at Gerard when he first broke into the pool team when he was say twenty when he starts playing yeah. for England. If you have a look at the difference between him in two thousand and two thousand and three, two thousand and four, you're looking at two completely different players. Same with Lampard and like Scholes as well. Though he changed, he sort of changed positions. He started really to strike as Scholes, mm-hmm. didn't he? Um, but there's the, the clear, clear um, development in them, them key years, and you don't have, you're not seeing that with Ross. And picking up on Greg's point is, you know, that's probably true that you know your processing power, you know, peaks and develops until you're 25. But you just don't see any developments. You know what I mean? That's not being helped by his manager. I'm not. I'm no, not. No, I'm no, not no. sticking up for us here. Yeah, what I'm yeah. trying to say is that if you're just speaking about Lampard and Scholes and everyone else, they've been nurtured and coached by quality managers. Whereas in Ross, yeah, David Moyes, he went on loan to Leeds and he under Neil Warnock and then Roberto Martinez. Now for the first time in his career, I think he's got a quality big name manager and he's struggling to basically yeah, cope with well, it. Well, Lewis was managed in 2013-14, Martinez was. I mean, that was his best season. I mean, and I know what you're saying in terms of like, the, okay, de- development over one thing, one season's one well, thing. That's what I mean, like if we're skulls and everything. Yeah, I, I, I get that, yeah. Had, so getting somebody a manager for three years. Even at England, he was going to Royal Shield, wasn't he? I know what you're saying there, yeah. but the, it, that, that's just, the, there's two aspects of it to me. Is that lack of development over the three years? And the second thing is, is for all like you say, we played well in the bit, you know, in the in the games, some home games this year, and the old glimmer away from home. It's turning up in the big games, isn't it? It's all like putting your hands up in the air when you scored against Bournemouth or climbing to the crowds when you yeah. scored against Burnley. That only works for me is when you play away at Old Trafford and you play away at Anfield that you turn up and, yeah. and look the part. Yeah. And that's the problem with me is that he's just not done that. And you know, dare I say, like a lot of our players over the last three or four years. We're going to say he's not the only one that disappears in big games. Well, yeah, but but that we know why that is. Then is that just a lack of quality? Full stop. I'll ask you a different question, on Ross, because we've spoken about whether we would sell him. Why? I'll tell you my opinion of it. Why do you think he wants to go? Because you know he proved. If you thought, well, maybe maybe he's got a comment about the way occasionally in the past sections of the fans have got on his back. He seemed to debunk that when his celebrations against Burnley, you know, jumping into Gladys yeah. Street. Personally, I suspect it'll be over two things. It'll either be money, and he's not getting offered what he thinks him and his agent think he's worth. But less likely because know what Mashiri's resources are like. Do you think it's because Cummins had a pop at him openly? If you not a pop, but constructively been quite hard with him, and he's literally not liked it. I think it's a mixture of them two things that you've thrown into the A bit the of both. I also think. I'd probably, probably be better for Ross's development in the future if he was to go outside the city. Oh, given what, what happens in town. Given what happens, what we've seen the other Because I'm not being funny. Yeah. It, it's Sunday night. Damn, what is it? Santa Chibito's, that's where it was. Now, what are you doing in there of a Sunday night? Carragher alluded to it on the Monday night football straight after. Laying from it. Don't come out. Listen, did you ever see Cristiano Ronaldo with a pint in his hand? 
yeah. You never ever because he wants to become the best. Yeah. He, he was. He wasn't drinking. Incidentally, was he? No, but you, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're putting yourself in the in the position where actually you don't need to. But I think, especially because he's a homegrown lad, he's playing for Everton. Yeah, you're gonna get Evertonians asking him blah blah blah. Liverpool fans and you're in a big bubble in Liverpool City Centre. I suppose you are right there. Also, as well, I think just to a new start because Everton's the only club he's ever been to, and sometimes you can get you can't get stale carney, you know. Yeah. It's like, I mean, maybe the comparison is Lampard who left West Ham, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah, went, went to Chelsea, maybe, and then, maybe, and then yeah. he really kicked on. And he, I mean, then so I mean, Frank probably would have been, I'm not sure, then maybe 22, something like that when he yeah. left in 2001. Uh, no, actually, probably older. Actually, because he was, he was Cafe England in 1999, so he probably would have been Ross's age or there or thereabouts when he went to Chelsea. So maybe there's a comparison there, but if Ross goes to another team, is he guaranteed the shirt anyway? No, I mean, basically, if he went to Tottenham, he'd be a squad player playing in so. cup games and obviously standby for, for Deli Ali or an Ericsson or a Dembele. That's what he'd be. He'd be Dembele on them. Exactly, that's yeah. all he'd be. No, I don't maybe reading too much into it. Don't cut me on this because I, I, in fact, I don't think he did mention him. It was Bill Kenwright, the speech on on Tuesday night, and he was on stage for about 15 minutes and he was saying blah 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 about the players. And he went along the line and said, Gareth Barry, 600 games, and what about our captain Phil Jagiel? Could he come through with it and all that? And he mentioned Leighton Baines, Seamus Coleman, and I'm sure he didn't mention Ross Barkley. In any of them, when he was even was mentioning like Lukaku and Morales and Mo Bessic coming back from injury, he was going along Morgan Schneiderlin, how good must Man United be if they didn't if they're willing to let him go? And Ross Barkley was sitting there, he was a bit awkward, uncomfortable, and he was just sitting there on his chair. And I'm looking and thinking to myself, is does he know something that we don't know? I wouldn't be surprised if he goes in the summer. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Just, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but not as much said about Ross Barkley there, and maybe Everton. I've made the minds up with him. Because obviously the contact they give him, if Ross is saying he's he's worth more, then it's not going to get signed and he'll be sold in the summer. Simple as that. Yeah. Do you think Cumin wants him there? I don't. I I trust Cumin. Comments. I trust Cumin. If Everton was to get twenty five million for him, I trust Cumin with the twenty five million to get a better player than I would. Would you? Yeah, I was. But if if all things were equal, I would. But then you just don't know what the market's going to be like because every player that Cumin goes for who will be an upgrade on Barkley might be wanted by a Champions League club or at a Champions League club but having said that mate yeah I think I would still trust him to yeah. be a better player do you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. Say, say he goes I know because the likes of say he goes to this class in the Ajax yeah you know they might win the Europa League or get through to the final um, all of a sudden his value's gone up exactly and you might get other Champions League clubs looking at him and you know there's Newcastle talking about them having 100 million to spend and stuff like that so everyone's going to be spending everyone's going to be spending so is, is this why Ronald Koeman's correct by saying if he doesn't make his mind up by next week he will be sold because Everton are going to have to get this done really early because they don't have to get their targets in quite handy first of all we're playing in July and second of all they're going to have to get them in early because they'll be playing catch up against the Champions League well, club as well yeah, you, yeah because don't forget Probably why he's saying this is because he wanted he, he will will sign a Ross comp, comp, competitor yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. and he's thinking well if Barkley goes we've got to sign maybe two in that position. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there's a, there's whole. I mean, you have to see this in the whole round of like a number a large number of players coming in and, and moving on and moving on from from Everton yeah. as well. So it's, it's part of a, like a large jigsaw puzzle. It's like we're all just putting pieces in, aren't we, yeah. at the moment mm-hmm. to get them all to fit together. 
What, what, the other one who, who came out of the, the war suddenly slightly sort of better off than <laughs> oh, entered is, is uh, not you, Scotty. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he always comes away better off than yeah. in my experience. Is uh, Kevin Rallis, of course, um, which is. Um, I was surprised to hear the news. Um, I would, uh, would I was be, 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 when he be honest. Um, what did he say? The Liverpool echo might not think he's worth it. Yeah. But we do. So you listen to our podcast, Bill? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm not sure that that was the case, to be honest with you. And that is, I was presuming he was alluding to Phil's uh, I think he was alluding to Phil's piece. Yeah. Which I think was a pretty balanced piece. Very diplomatic, if yeah, you ask yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, not sure it was uh, in, in that way. Um, no. Five-year deal. Listen, I, I think... Eyebrows, sorry, Gav. I think eyebrows would have been raised if it was two or three years. Five-year contract, unbelievable. Jeff. Is that selling? Is that yeah. selling value for you? If maybe to sell them more? She's nearly third. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that the deal? By the way, is it definitely because it was supposed to well, be announced yesterday, wasn't it? Signed, it was supposed to be announced yesterday, wasn't it? Uh, um, the only the only logic behind mm. it for me is that Europa League, League Cup, FA Cup, you're gonna need as many players as possible for next season, and he's just a squad player. That can play in them Europa League. I know games. he's well settled in the area. His kids are at a good school. His missus loves it. He he doesn't want to move. Yeah. He shouldn't be anywhere near the Premier League team. But he can Europa yeah. League's league he's, cups for me. Yeah, all day yeah. Long. I think didn't he have dad and other babies in the a few months ago, didn't he? Um, so I was thinking about it, and then it was you know open mouthed, and then um, <laughs> not not necessarily an negative way, but just surprised. Um, and then I thought about it, and I thought it through, and then it's. Uh, I don't want to say pick on Anna Valencia, but say we've spoken about signing Anna Valencia. Say he's not too much of a dis- dissimilar player to Morales. Yeah. I know not necessarily you know exact match. I think he said, "Would we buy Anna Valencia?" And say, "Okay, well, if we did, we'd pay say eight million quid for him, and then have to pay his wages for four or five years." And I was thinking, well, actually, if we if we went into the market and bought a player, sold Morales and. Bought, and bought a similar player we'd have to pay 8 million quid and pay his wages yeah, when we've yeah, got yeah. a player at the club Probably already who we don't have yeah. to pay a transfer fee for and just pay his wages so you basically mm. set, 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 yeah. save yourself a transfer fee yeah, maybe that, of somebody yeah. to come in who's exactly the same ability of it, him of 8 million quid in a nutshell you're protecting your asset really yeah if you want to sell him if he wants to move on yeah. or a club comes into him that time you know you can get a fee for him so you can spend it on a new shoes as well the one he had on was an absolute whopper well, honestly, yeah. John Lewis I believe yeah. <laughs> but what was interesting as well was that he said um, Mason Allgate got on stage got, yeah. <laughs> they got on stage and he said um, Mason Allgate he said oh your, your suit's amazing and all this he went yeah yeah so where did you get it from he said top man just says in front of everybody wearing bonds at the top we should get them to sponsor us another sponsor but you know so I think it's a bit of a 50-50 one for me because, you know, you've got to move on and maybe one of the things that we weren't thinking about in terms of Evan becoming top four, top six club is actually retaining Kevin Morales, uh, to be fair. Especially as he's not, you know, four goals in 30-odd games this year, is in the Premier mm-hmm. League. He's not, he's not the player he was in 2012-13. No. Moises last season, he was really good, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, and yeah. two, yeah, t- uh, and the first year yeah. of Martinez, uh, a bit like most of the players. But, He's a bit in and out, so I've got that. Well, he's not the player he was three or four years ago, but ex- but in terms of a squad player, bear in mind we're playing at the end of July and protecting the asset. Uh, and you, you know, you know, we like Sierra and he's settled and all that. Maybe it's not the not the uh, yeah. the worst deal in the world. I think you're spot on about the, the saving the transfer fee, aren't you? For yeah. Someone who's maybe second or third choice going forward. Let's just let's just quickly finish up by looking at the Watford game. Um, 
it can be an interesting selection because he'll get a team out, but he's he's not got he's not got the option of Luckman on the bench. Dominic Calvert Lewin has been starting games, won't be there. Kenny, I know was was came on in the last game, won't be there. Um Stuckellenberg's injured, so obviously Robles goes and goal, but we're expecting probably half expecting deep down us to go and comfortably win tomorrow night. But there's no givens, is there? No, no, there's no guarantees. I, our... I, I know what you, I, Tony's smiling because yeah. listen, if, just ever, if, it's ever, a... if Evan, have, if Evan have got their flip flops, you know on, what I mean? Though Watford's were on the deck chairs <laughs> weeks before. Weeks before they they've been gone. You seen them against Liverpool the other week? Yeah, they whole beat them. Listen, they are well and truly sunshine lotions up already. They're not. They're not going yeah. nowhere, Watford. <laughs> Everton. Do you know what? Effectively, I could say Everton could put the twenty threes on when they probably could. Yeah, that's how good the under twenty threes are. So Scotty Betts got an Everton TV. Oh, nails on. Yeah. Nails on Everton. Well, that, that's another sponsor for the pod. That's yeah, Scotty exactly, Betts yeah. TV. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I was disappointed that Kenny's gone. He wasn't got a game. Yeah, because I, I thought you know what I would have done on. I would have done on, on last two games of the season. Plays him right back and plays Holgate centre half. Yeah, yeah. Would I think? Would have been a good. I don't know about Arsenal, but definitely would. No, I would have played them both. I would have said, okay, you know, we want to make it into a centre half. This is a test for you. I yeah. want to see yeah, it. Right, fair thing. enough. Um, so I, I would have said both games just to give you, the, you know, some time and when the press is off, shall we say? So I was really disappointed mm-hmm. with that because uh, Kenny, when he came on, it was like a different game for the last ten minutes. But he did okay, didn't even yeah. came on last week. Right, yeah. um, so you, you are looking there for a bit of a patch. Patched up, Patched up yeah. Snagland yeah. back It's always a plus Yeah which yeah. is good Predictions 4-1 Everton 4-1 Everton Romelu Lukaku To fill his boots And take the golden boot Yeah Yeah 3-0 Everton uh, I'd go with Greg um, I think Malala Shall have a good game Ooh, <laughs> Wonder why Wonder why Come on I've just had a vision Mystic Greg which I'll add to mine if I may. Rob Les to save a penalty. Oof. Can't be really? more specific than no, that, can I? I yeah. yeah, it's big flappy hand. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so that I think, and the final word, congratulations to you on the 23s as well, can we? Brilliant can't news, yeah. 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 Unsworth spoke really well on stage about him the other day. He was, he was brilliant. He kept up. Do you know what was good? When the under 23s were getting the awards, and every time Unsworth was, you'd think he was going first, he was always letting the players go first. He was saying, listen, this is all about the lads. He was not on about Unsworth. He said, listen, he's proud to work with them, everything. And you can, you can see, maybe maybe it's just me, he, he represents Everton, he knows everything about Everton. You could just see, possibly in the future, he may be becoming a um, future Everton well, manager. I've, I've said before that, you know, a couple of years' time, whether it be... There or there about. It's just I agree. Just to conclude on that, but it's just whether or not he has to go away to manage a, a first team yeah. to come back. I think maybe that's what he has to do to to make the next step. For me, he doesn't go from being our under twenty threes manager to replacing Kuman when Kuman goes to Barca or whatever. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe if he does well at another club, maybe other clubs bigger than Everton. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, you don't know. It's funny, isn't it? Like Lee Carsey's done well, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Saying that, I mean, Spanish clubs often just promote from within, don't they? The B team manager becomes the first team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be be an interesting little thing. Hopefully, you know, then Cummins will fully have gone to the top four at that stage. I'll be happy. No, but it'll be interesting. But good win on Friday. Fingers crossed. Thanks for listening.